0: How's everyone today? Stress. Stress? First exam finished. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's going to start getting real, huh? Uh, speaking of that, let's talk about discussions. <laughs> this class should not be a stress. Right. We'll do them through Canvas, and even though I'm going to be giving my spin, oh no actually, We do. Okay, yeah. Even though I'm going to be giving my spin on the eight lens of yoga, um, that is the discussion that I would like for y'all to also engage in. Um, In modules, you'll find resources um, where you can read, because different people have different perspectives. On what the eight limbs of yoga is, and when it comes to yoga philosophy, or even you know if you're going into a more meditative practice with yoga or meditation in general, um, any kind of spiritual practice, I think it's important that you get different viewpoints because what's most important is that you develop your own viewpoint on what things might mean. And I think that that's true for whatever your spiritual practice is or is not. Some people are not spiritual. So, okay. Take in good information so that your beliefs are well informed and balanced. Don't hang everything on one person and what one person says. I just think that that's one of the best things, one of the best ways to go about living. So eight limbs of yoga. That's for sure a discussion. I'll explain how that works in a minute. Um, As far as choices, I'll give you two choices. (coughs) There's the history of yoga. So, the practice of yoga is over 5,000 years old. And I think last week I kind of went into some of that. But in this module, there's also information about the ancient history, but then also the more modern history, because what we practice as yoga here is really, you know, about 100 years old. It's not that old. So, this can give you perspective on a yoga practice. Um, and then there's fascia, and fascia is connective tissue in the body, and if you're going to continue with the yoga practice, and even with any kind of movement practice, whether it be dance, gymnastics, working out, weightlifting, knowing about fascia, it, just, it could change the way you move, it could change the, you know, how you attune to uh, sensations in your body. So which one sounds more interesting to you? Are you making me be the adult again? I think the fascist actually. There's a true. lot of problems going to occur there. or problems you don't know about. Okay. Yep. And, and there's this whole... My ex-husband and I, we had this whole debate. He's a... Process engineer at a factory, and he used to work, um, I guess, making automotive parts and stuff. So it's fascia to him, fascia to me. Tomato, tomato. You know, um, so maybe you're familiar with fascia in terms of architecture, or how are you familiar with fascia? Are you familiar with fascia? Yes, because I, uh, yeah, because I've, I've been running. Okay. All right. So you're in. You actually know some about the body posture. Okay. Great. 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 Okay. Y'all cool with that? Okay. All right. So the way that it works is in Canvas. I'll publish the discussions by the end of the week, and this is where I'm going to need a person where we share cell phone numbers, and you can email me if something's gone wrong, where it's not there. But then you can also text me. So who would like to be that person? Okay, at the end of class, let's exchange. Um, So I'll publish the discussions by the end of the week, and you need to participate twice in each discussion. So you can lead a thread, you can respond to a thread. It doesn't matter to me. You, know, you could lead two threads, you could respond, it's whatever works for you. When it comes to responding to a thread, you know, sometimes people really nail it and it's kind of hard to add to that. Find some way to link it back to what you're experiencing in class or what your understanding of the body is. What I'm really interested in is seeing you assimilate this. How does this apply to the way you move and the way that we're practicing? That's what I'm interested in. I'm not interested in people becoming experts. There are question prompts just to help you get going as far as starting a discussion. Um, And when it comes to... The other thing about the response to threads: notice if you're posting something like, wow, I've never really thought of it that way. That's very smart of you. That's kind of like hitting the like button. So again, can you add something to the conversation? And I know that might be difficult at times, but try. Because you know this is just a, this is a leisure skills class. I'm not expecting you to have an encyclopedia's worth of information. You know, if I just want you to this to be a way of you deepening your understanding of yoga practice. Okay, so there's that. As far as due dates for the two discussions, you can get full credit. Here's my thought. You can get full credit up until the week of midterm. So up until like the twenty-seventh. If you're late, if you don't participate if you participate that week, like say February twenty eighth or march third, you won't get full credit. You'll get partial credit. I'll probably be a little bit pickier about what you've posted as well. Um, And then, March 6th, the discussions go away. Because midterm is like a refresh button. We're going to talk the week of midterm about the other two assignments that are due. So, you know, if you don't post by the 6th, it's all gone. There's no going back. And there are two zeros, and they—they, they, they, you know, they count. They do account for something. And I'm talking to the procrastinators. I know you. You know me. We love some procrastination. Don't. You'll get yourself in a hole. Don't do it. Who wants a, a D in yoga? That's not a badge. Is that okay? Is that doable? Okay. Do okay. you all have any questions for me? Okay. What kind of practice are you up for today? So uh, you know, I was about to say, let me read some body language in the room, you know? restorative is good? Okay, we'll go ahead and start in your favorite beginning relaxation part. one of the early texts on yoga there are two that i'll probably talk about off and on through the semester one is the yoga sutras maybe three then there's the bhagavad gita and i think i mentioned the hatha yoga pradipika the Bhagavad Gita is part of a larger epic and uh, it's the moment where a big battle is about to begin, giant. The whole world is split in two, Lord of the Rings style battle about to start. And there's this warrior Arjuna. And he's in his chariot. The chariot driver is driving him through the center of this field back and forth. And Arjuna looks to the left and he looks to the right and he sees friends and family on both sides. And suddenly he has this existential crisis. Oh, my God, what are we about to do? And then the chariot driver reveals himself. He's Krishna, and Krishna is like Zeus in the pantheon of Hindu gods and goddesses. And Krishna reveals yoga to Arjuna. So it's like time suspends. And the rest of the Bhagavad Gita is about yoga. The only mention of postures is that asana, which is the word for yoga postures. There are as many asanas as there are hairs on your head. If you look into the word asana, a lot of times it's translated as comfortable seat. So no matter what the practice is, you're looking for your ease. Asana is where effort and ease come together. Yoga practice is about building that skill of finding that place and recalibrating to that place as needed, where ease and effort meet. You do this when you drive your car, talk to your mom, put on your shoes, birth your babies, take your exams, and on and on. the texture of your breathing this morning. It is good to have words for things, but sometimes just having that direct experience of the sensation can help us get underneath all of that constant stream of thought. Maybe we can rest in the breath, can you rest in the texture of your breath. Let's do a little bit of moving. and This morning the movement is going to be all about helping us just get breath moving in the body. So if you have a bolster under your head, go ahead and move that out of the way while we practice yoga. Let's all meet an easy posture. A lot of you are already there. Knees bent. Face up. And what kind of twisting do you need this morning? Like for me, I'm gonna bring my feet up close to my hips. I'm gonna make it a little tighter. And also I'm taking my feet a little wider. So that I can really stretch my quads. I'm going to push through the soles of my feet. What's the right way for you? to center. And we'll take the right knee into both hands. And <clears throat> I don't have a name for this twist. I've got to come up with a good name. If you can think of one, let me know. I'm going to put the back of my heel uh, right at the knee. Okay? And then from here, inhale. On an exhale, take everything over to the left for a twist. Let your shoulder be relaxed. If it lifts off the floor, that's okay. If you want to deepen the twist, you could rock a little bit onto the outside of the hip, the part that's on the floor. Another way to help yourself, you could place your hand at your shoulder, and gently push into your hands, breathe deeply. We want to curl back in and come back to center. So, when we start to go into deeper twists, call yourself back to center on exhale because you're going to naturally, exhales naturally engage muscle. And here we are spending all this time extending muscle out, relaxing it. It's a way of waking it back up. So put your left foot onto the knee. And then the the knee itself, it's not strict, but I'm sending it toward my heart, toward the center of my chest. On exhale, take the knee over. Breathe deeply. Do you need to assist yourself or do you need to just relax there? Breathe into your side ribs. On your exhale, initiate coming back to center. I think we might have done this the other day. (coughs) So we're going to rock left to right and take one arm over I've got left hand coming over to right hand. And then we're just sliding the arms left to right. And hopefully you're feeling that between your shoulder blades. Let's come back to center. All right. <clears throat> yeah, I think we did do this last week. So I don't know. I feel like I need my feet close in today. What's the right distance? We're setting up for the, you know, seed level backbend. Right. We tried that last week. So I've got my feet to the point where I can feel the outsides of my ankles with my middle fingers, and my feet are as wide as my sits bones. And take a look at your knees. Make sure they're pointing toward the ceiling. Can you put the palms of your hands at shoulder level. And if you can't, you can scoot hands away. You can always be on fingertips, so modify if you need to. And now on an inhale, send elbows toward the top of the mat. This is not a big movement and then exhale, relax. Breathe behind your heart. Inhale, one, two, three, four, five. Exhale, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's not big movement, but what I want is for us to get in tune with the muscles involved with this movement. Inhale, one, two, three, four, five. Exhale, one, two, three, four, five, six. Breathe into the rim of your ribs. Inhale. Exhale. Rock your head left to right. And let's do two more. Inhale. Exhale. Push into the base of your index fingers. Inhale. failed. Now let's release the hands and take your right arm overhead and let's roll over to the right side. And then an inhale. Push your hands into the floor to come up. Then mm-hmm. describing as you've been doing. I want to show this morning and then you try. And the other thing I've As I was driving here this morning, I was like, playing cards. I'll bring them so we can start with this whole adjusting thing. Okay, so half downward facing dog. A couple of ways that you can work with it. So on days like this where it's restorative, when we're just kind of meandering a little bit, The hinge of the hips leads you into the posture. Hinge of hips. I'm not going to try to get my hips to my feet. The thing that I'm doing is I'm hinging at the hips and letting the weight of gravity extend my spine. And if it turns out that my hips get to my feet, that's fine, but it's not the point. You see? All right. And then coming out of it, so, you know, back to that, when you really open up and relax the body, then we want to pull back to center a little bit and maybe even round the back the other way. Okay? So let's all come to table posture with the hands a little bit in front of the shoulders. And then knees about hip distance, on top of the feet. If that's not comfortable for your ankles, just, you know, take good care of your ankles as you start to pull back. And pay attention to what's going on in the low back. So let's inhale, we'll sway forward a little bit, and then exhale, hinge of the hips lead. I'm seeing that I need to shift my hands forward a little bit. You can always make the adjustment because we're looking for that extension through the spine. Five breaths here. One, if your body shifts, go with it. Two, no yoga posture is a static thing. Three, pictures make us think that it is, but we're we're not trying to be statues. Four. Five. On your exhale, you're going to pull to center and come up. Come up with a cat back. Yep. right. Try this. So when you're bearing weight in your hands in a pose like table or downward facing dog, there's a whole host of postures like that. Notice what you're doing. Are you letting everything collapse? Are you letting your spine collapse to the floor? Push your heart toward the ceiling. Okay, good placement of the body is, the heart is in line with the shoulders. I'm gonna place my left knee at the center of the mat, and on inhale, extend the leg, and then take it to the opposite side of the mat. Draw the knee forward. Go as far as what feels good. So on an inhale, I'm working with spine. Inhale, draw the spine through the shoulder blades, let the back foot just glide. Exhale, downward facing dog, hinge of the hips is leading. Inhale, forward. Exhale, back, that's two. Number three, if it feels tight through your shoulders, take your hands wider. Four. And five. come to table. So, I call it twisting table. So, let's place the right knee at the center. Inhale, extend the left leg, and then check in with the heart. Bring it in line with the shoulders. If you've started to sink a little bit, draw the knee of the back leg to the front. Inhale, slide the spine forward. Exhale, hinge of the hips, pull you back. Number two, breathe big. Three. To center. I'll give you a choice. You could take crocodile posture, you could take child's pose, or half downward facing dog. If you're opting for child's pose, knees should be shoulder distance. Let's make our way to standing, we're going to do a little bit of Qigong today. So go ahead and stand facing. Floyer area. And you know, with a practice like this, like you might be trying things and it might feel a little awkward because here we are in a room full of other people. Do some of this by yourself. Okay? The senses. This is a sensual practice. It is. So let's bend the knees, feet a little wider than the hips. On exhale, we'll push down. Yeah, meet me here. And inhale, it's like sun salutation. Good. Exhale. Inhale, one, two, three, four, five. Exhale to six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Nice. Inhale. Let the breath swirl in the back of the throat. You should be able to hear your breath, like when you're floating on your back in the bathtub or in a pool. Relax the tailbone toward the floor. to your heels. Like you're shaping space or moving through velvet curtains. yin. Yang is male, it's light, it's dry, it's hot, it's external, it's intellectual, it's verbal, and on and on and on. Sun. Yin is female, it's dark, it's moon. it's damp, it's earth, it's curled, it's internal, it's subconscious. We need both. So we'll inhale towards straight, the knees stay bent, so towards straight, towards strong. And then exhale, just gonna melt down. Inhale, towards straight, exhale. Hinge at the hips, follow your breathing. Relax the root of your neck. This is number four. We're going for ten. Can you feel the air moving in the palms of your hands? So we come back up to Yang. center. And just stand facing the front of the room. Close your eyes. kind of energy today. We're making a particular kind of effort today. And notice how you are with that. Uh, we have a tendency to think that there's only one type of effort, and that's fast, and go, 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 go. No stopping. That's one kind of effort. We don't want it's like a car. You don't want to be stuck in that gear all the time, right? So notice what your usual style of effort is. And as we practice, especially on days like this, can you adjust the effort? Is it difficult for you to, to adjust your effort? Find out what your range is develop a range. If you don't have much of a range, let this class be something where you explore that. So with that said, you know, we were just moving towards straight, and it's not that we have to be you know, stuck to a plane of glass, but just towards straight where we're still strong And then on exhale, we'll curl down. Okay? So, let's start with palms together. Inhale. (coughs) Base of thumbs in line with the nose. Exhale. Coming down. I'm gonna reach forward a little bit. Inhale lift the spine, exhale, deepen your forward fold, inhale, let's unroll up, exhale, shoulders down, inhale, exhale. Inhale, extending towards straight. Exhale, melt. Inhale, uncurl, relax the base of the neck. Exhale, settle the shoulders. Let's do this one more time. Hands are shaping space. This time, at the end of the exhale, let's come to table posture. So let's see if we can move into downward facing dog using this same type of energy that we're working with today. So I'm going to turn my toes inhale forward exhale back and i'm going to round my back a little bit kind of do a little bit of cat cow here all right inhale on your next exhale maybe it's just a touch knees come up inhale knees back down, exhale, round your way to straight, round your way to downward facing dog. Relax the root of your neck. Let's stay in this. hinge of the hips. Send them up and back with that easy effort. And now on an inhale, let's round the back. We're coming out of this. Let's take child's pose. your spine feels compressed try lifting your forehead and relaxing it a little more extended now let's take arms out in T position and try taking a couple of breaths here Let's place the hands at shoulder level, a little wider than shoulders. And on inhale, I'm taking elbows toward my toes and push up, all right? So what we're doing, we're doing like little seeds of action, right? So here I am. So I'm setting up for one of these, right? Little baby steps. Okay. So we just tried to handle downward facing dog in that round to straight way, right? And in a particular kind of effort So, can we do that with baby dolphin? So dolphin posture, the head never touches the floor and the neck is relaxed. Okay, so clasp your hands, inhale, forward, exhale, back. There's always a little bit of extension in the spine. Even when you're full up into an inversion. Inhale. Can you turn the toes and exhale? Maybe it's just a little bit. Sending hips toward heels with the knees lifted. Round the back. Take it towards straight. That's too much effort. Dial it down. Do this two more times. Now what can you hold for five breaths? Let's do it. So inhale, exhale. How do you know you're holding it well? Your neck is relaxed. Your head's not touching the floor. One. Two. Notice if you're trying to push into the edges. That's not what we're about today. Three. Four, five, inhale, round the back as you come down. Take either child's pose or crocodile posture. Now place the hands shoulder level. I'm gonna press the heart between shoulder blades as we come up. So get your block. a relief. That's a good good one. You know there are a lot of different ways of knowing if you're doing it right. Notice if you're trying to perform something and when you catch yourself performing, put that to the side and attune to the sensation and the breath. Okay. Again and again and again. So I'm going to go for medium height. You find the right level, either medium or mild, we're not going to try hot today. What's the right placement for your feet today, remember when we were here? Now what I'm going to do, I'm going to lift my heels, and then I'm coming up, because as we start to go into... Bridge posture. This is how we're moving in and out of bridge posture. So I'm still working with the foundation. The block should be under your hips, not the small of your back. If medium is too high, and lower the block. Can you rest your hands on your ribs? We're going to do a breathing pattern here today. called the Sama Pranayama. It's a really old one. And we're just going to gradually extend exhale. So relax your heels into the floor. And wherever you are, Exhale. We're going to inhale to three. Inhale completely. One, two, three. Exhale to three completely. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Relax. Rim of the ribs. Inhale. One, two, three. Exhale. One, two three. Inhale, exhale to four. One, two, three, four. Inhale, four again. One, two, three, four. Yes, by the ends of the breath. Inhale to three. One, two, three. 3. Exhale 5. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Inhale. 5 again. Inhale. Exhale 6. 1, Two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, six again. Let's do two more. Inhale, exhale, six. Inhale completely. Exhale, six. Relax your breathing. And it's time to rest. Lift your hips, move the block out of the way. If there's any remaining movement that you need to do or twisting to feel comfortable, feel free to do that. Bring your awareness back to your breathing. (coughs) And when you're ready to move, make your way to resting on your side. Ready. make your way to your seated position. We all need refuge. And we all need sanctuary. And I think that these days, we've kind of lost sight of that need. And so when this need is not being met, this need for sanctuary and for, uh, for refuge, if it's not truly being met, it shows up in different ways. Like when you feel like you can't catch your breath. You're moving from one thing to the next, one thing to the next. You're continually scrolling. Right? Another one, a friend of mine, we would go on walks a lot a few years ago. and She said, there are some days where I just want to curl up on the couch and not move. I think those are the days when we need the sanctuary and the refuge. Have a life there. If you're doing that already, if there are days where you just don't get off the couch, create some sanctuary there. Let a yoga practice in a little bit. Thanks for your time and attention. I hope you'll have a good rest of the day.